and palanquin bear because he's wow. like a big buffy yeah buff dude i mean that's and like a baby beyond at that point really isn't it <laughs> you know what that's actually what i want <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like a little baby Bjorn. I need like a huge. I think that might actually be one thing we do instead of a palanquin. It's like, have you you know those gangster movies where like the huge dude comes in and yeah. everyone's scared and it's actually yeah. the guy like on his back or yeah 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 to his yeah. front yeah. who's actually like yeah. a big mob yeah. boss. Yeah, maybe maybe that's also. Well, a okay, so, so let me let me ask you about this guy because you know we need to make. Welcome to One With Thought with Kieran and Vijay. Uh, each week, Kieran and I take turns uh, writing up an idea for Substack, and then we come into our podcast and uh, discuss it. Kieran, how are you and where are you? Hey, Vijay. I'm doing pretty well. I'm in still in Costa Rica, but we have gone inland. Uh, we are in the hills of Monteverde and in a tropical condition called the Cloud Forest. So... There are literal clouds coming in and it causes basically the the vegetation here to always have water. So it's just, it's, it's a natural rainforest. It's pretty awesome, BJ, I got to say, like lots of awesome birds and animals. It sounds beautiful. Is it, um, last time we spoke, um, the cost of a latte was about five bucks where you were. Is the cost of a latte less where you are now? It has gone up to six six what? and a half dollars yes i would have just thought the kind of closer you got to nature the cheaper the latte would have gone au contraire there is just i i paid seven dollars for a beer today and it wow. but it tasted wow. really good it was a good beer okay. uh, but I, that's what you pay for when you go deep into nature and everything has to be everything causes people inconvenience to bring it here right like they have to they have to travel uh from from the source of wherever they get these materials so i think it just adds cost once once you're in the jungle right right i mean monteverde is not really in the jungle like if anyone goes here it's it's fairly well developed it's fairly touristy uh but it's it's a beautiful rainforest oh well kieran um you know, one of the things that our, our listeners rely on us for is the news. And so uh, I thought that it was time for us to get topical. Uh, topical can only mean one thing uh, these days in the United States, and that is uh, Donald Trump and uh, his many... Donald Trump is back in the news? Yeah, yeah, in America. He's very popular. He's very popular. Very popular still, okay. Yeah, and so... Um, uh, latest is that the word on the street is that a second indictment feels imminent. At least that's what all the pundits are uh, are saying. A second indictment for what? Yeah. Well, they actually said that it could go one of two ways: either the documents case, or um, or the stealing an election case. And the uh, stealing an election case, uh, the rumor is that. Uh, Fani Willis, I think she's a DA in Georgia. Oh, in Georgia, uh, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is looking at uh, doing a RICO kind of thing. So, what's a RICO? Uh, so, RICO is the uh, it's the kind of statute that they use to convict organized crime bosses, racketeering something, wow. something. Wow. Yeah. yeah Donald so Trump's yeah. going to be tried like a mob boss. Yeah, which I don't know. I mean, maybe that'd make him feel good. Like, you know, yeah, see, I am somebody. That's the problem um, here. Like, the more we leave him in the news with all these... I mean, is he going to prison at some point? Or is it just like, this, well, is, this is all like theater? Kieran, I'm glad you asked because I did some of my own polling today nice. at work. Okay. Ooh. okay, and the question I posed the general public was, do you believe Donald Trump will go to jail? And... The consensus, uh, 75% of the respondents believed that he was going to jail. 
Seventy-five percent. Yes, yeah. That Which is meant that high. out of the four people I asked, three of them Fantastic. believed that he was going to jail. <laughs> oh man, we should add ourselves to it and see what. Yeah. What, what's the yeah. final number? Where, where are you at with this? Is he going? To, is he going to jail? I think he is. Like because think about this. Okay. Imagine that. Uh, imagine you're in a situation where to win the game, for some reason, you have to sink 10 free throws out of 10. Okay. And that's his situation, right? He has to win every one of these cases. Otherwise, he's off to jail. And so I feel like one of them has to stick. Yeah, but and, it'd be so strange. Have we ever had a former president in jail? Well, see, I think we could end up with a current president in jail. I don't think this whole being in jail thing would stop him from running. Oh, or yeah. From, or from being president, for that matter. I mean, this just feels weird for to push for because, yeah, you're right. He's going to run probably mm. this year. He's yeah. probably going to win the Republican ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe these cases are going to come... To bite him in the ass, or well, so so there was there was another. But he poll. can pardon himself, right? If he wins, yeah, yeah, can... yeah, exactly. Well, they're not sure whether you can pardon yourself or not, but of course he'll give it a shot. Oh, of, um, of course. But the the problem that he faces is that he won't win a general election. Like everything indicates. Like today, I was, I was looking at a different poll, not mine, um, uh, um, <laughs> where they were polls. saying that I think. He loses, I think, 62% of, of the electorate would vote against him. Um, against any candidate? Like, could, against could Trump. We... Against Trump. Uh, no, 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 sorry. No, but against Biden. Against Biden, yeah. Oh, and Biden's running again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I don't think he's going to be president anyway. Um, but I do think he'll be the Republican nominee, even if he's in jail. That's rough. Because uh, I think that would be good sense. for his numbers. It would be good for his image. Yeah. Political yeah. prisoner. It would be like Nelson Mandela. But, oh no. Why did you make that comparison, VJ? <laughs> I mean, in his mind. You yeah. Um, you heard it here first, listeners. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that Nelson Mandela-Donald Trump comparison again. Exactly. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's now going to talk about it. That's right. So, um Speaking so of today, rich people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what a great segue, uh, Kieran. So uh, today's topic is it's going to be a rough one, listeners. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be really cringy and awkward. There's no getting around it. Uh, I, I'm, I've picked a very difficult topic, which I think only 1% of our listeners, assuming our listeners reflect, the the general public uh, will be on board and will agree me uh, agree with me on this topic. Yet, nevertheless, I'm going to stand up and be a champion of the uber wealthy today mm. because my heartfelt belief is that these poor people aren't getting enough. They're, in many ways, just like average Joes. For example, today you see me wearing a hoodie. And there's a very famous billionaire who wears a hoodie as well. Right? So he and I could be walking down the street. And you may find yourself wondering which of the two of us are the billionaire. Right? Uh, because there's no difference in the way we dress there's no robes he doesn't get to wear ornate robes anymore mm -hmm. um and um furthermore his food is pretty much the same as mine there's there's an example that i use in the substack article where this poor bastard if he goes to order a coffee he's limited to the following choices he's limited to regular milk two percent milk uh, soy milk, almond milk, oat milk, and lactose-free milk. And those are exactly the same options as I would get if I went to go order a latte. So that doesn't make him feel special. 
If he and I decide to take a flight to London today, assuming he flies commercial, which let's face facts, he doesn't have to. Um, you think he's going to fly commercial, VJ? I have to stop you right there. I, 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 I think there's a good chance. He's I, flying I private. Wait, we're talking Do, about billionaires here? Yeah. I don't, think, I don't necessarily think he's flying. Um, because you know what? What if he's a kind of woke, a woke liberal billionaire? Right? He's doing like, for well, the environment. Yeah, he's like, you know, for the environment, I'm going to fly first class. Now, let's face facts. His seat will be a lot better than my seat. In fact, his seat will probably be a bed, right? Whereas I will be darn near standing for the entire flight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he will get a wonderful meal. I'll get gruel, right? Um, but in the big theme of things, we're both getting there at the same time. Uh, and it's fairly sucky even for him. Mm. So yeah. I would posit that these guys, they're just not getting enough. They're not getting enough. They they need more. And I today have come up with a couple of things that I think billionaires should have. So to to reflect their proper position in society. Yeah, yeah. So they can feel special the way they deserve to feel special. Mm. Because let's face it, they're much better than us. They've, you know, acquired more money than we have, therefore they're better than us. Right. Um, the logic is sound. Can't, can't go against this, VJ. It, it's very hard to argue with it, you know. Um, and, you know, I think one of the things with billionaires is their humility. And we've not seen anybody, any one of these people complain about their plight. And what they're looking it's, for it's is... to a, their credit, of course, yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, they've suffered silently. And what they need is a champion. They need their Mother Teresa. They need somebody who can look at them and feel their pain and go tell the world about their plight and push for change. And that's what I'm here for. And another example I want to bring up, just, just so you yeah. have it in top of mind, is uh, recently Mark Zuckerberg himself uh, took part in, a, I believe it was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu but it, it might have been another martial art. Okay. And he, he did a um, like an honest-to-goodness sparring, like actual sparring with another opponent who actually uh-huh. was trained as well. Okay. Because Mark Zuckerberg's trained, man. He lost, but he did a real, like it was, it was, a, real, uh, it was a real fight. Wow. Now, Zuckerberg was on his back and just tackled pretty much the entire time. And he right. was surprised that he lost because I think it's like a point system in this, yeah. in like a fight. But uh, the video is on the internet. You, and that's the thing. He's sparring like like a common, uh, a common human being. He could have had his person, his his uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu double body double actually do the real sparring and just come in and but he you know, came in and kept, money. kept yeah. it real. He kept Apparently, it real. you know. I think we might have to come back and revisit the whole billionaire bowl thing and swap it out for kind of billionaire UFC. Oh, that'd be so good. Wouldn't that be good? I don't, I don't know. Warren Buffett in, in, the, in the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> Against the Sacklers. Oh, man. He goes toe-to-toe with one of the Sacklers. That'd be good. Um, hey, okay. So how much does this apply? Are, if we go 1%, don't you? Yeah. Aren't you and I somewhat in the world's one percent? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, we better get it down to point zero one percent. Yeah. Good point, Karen. Thank you. Because I don't know if we could have afforded some of these services I'm proposing, to be honest. Yeah, the first one's a doozy. And the second yeah. one is uh, even has more other, so. Has, has other issues. <laughs> yeah, has, has other issues. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, I just like the the common theme for all of them are that it, it causes immense discomfort for everyone involved, honestly. Like, even for the rich person, it's a little bit inconvenient to, to get this upgraded service. But it, it signals a lot of wealth. You know what I mean? I wonder if they would end up going to therapy 
so they can feel better about these obscene services that they've now bought for themselves. And where the therapist like kind of makes them feel good about it and tells them, you know what? You deserve this. You you just live your true self, your your authentic self. Mm, mm. And it turns out, you know, your authentic self is with an asshole. So you should go with this, right? So, Is rich therapy different than regular therapy, you think? I I mean, I don't know if you're going to tell them exactly what they need to hear. Because you want them to come back. Yeah. And like the hourly rates must be astronomical. They must be amazing. Yeah. Ah. Ah. So, Karen, I've been dancing around this. I've been walking up to the precipice of a couple of ideas. Jump in. So I, I've, uh, what I've done is I have, I have um, envisioned a few services, I'm not going to say how many yet, um, that really target the wealthy and will help them feel incredibly, incredibly special. These will be services that folks like us will never, ever be able to afford. So let's start with the first one. The first one addresses a fundamental need, a a fundamental miss that they have. Today, if you are your basic billionaire and you need to go from A to B, you can pull out a device out of your pocket and you can summon a vehicle and a driver, and they will be there within minutes. And they will take you exactly where you want to go. And the problem the billionaires have is I too can do exactly the same thing. Yeah, we, we do this all the time. Right? Now, while we would have to wait a few minutes, their person will be on demand. And while there's a very good chance we're getting into Prius, Whereas they're getting into something a bit more upscale. At the end of the day, we're both getting to something with four wheels and we're both being driven exactly where we want. In fact, we would have saved a fortune. That four wheels is key. Yes. 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 Great segue, Karen. So I think that, you know, part of the thing with, with transportation, especially for rich people, it's not just about getting from A to B. It's about letting the world know, putting the world on notice that you are special. Take, for example, I believe it was either Kanye or Jay-Z, I can't remember which. Um, actually, both. They both bought my bucks, which are obscene vehicles. They're, I think, about $400,000 each. And I can't remember which video it was, but they burnt them both uh, in, in the video. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But yeah. the point with these things... Hey, Jay-Z takes the subway, BJ. Have you not seen that video? You know, sometimes in between... Well, after he burnt the Maybach, he didn't have any choice, did he? Yeah, I guess he had to take the subway. There you go. So um, Beyonce was not happy with that. No, you can imagine. Um, so, um, Alicia Keys has one too, by the way. Swizz Beats, because I'm up on pop culture. Nice. Uh, Swizz Beats uh, bought her a custom Maybach. Swizz uh, Beats which, is a person, BJ? In this yeah, story? Karen, if you want to know anything else about like hip culture, you oh come to the fifty six year old. So out of the loop. Yeah. What? Yeah, so Swizz right? Swizz, not Swiss. Oh, I see. Swizz. Mm. Swizz beats husband of Alicia Keys. Okay. I'm, I'm bought gonna her a Maybach that she refused to pick up. It just sat at the dealership for nine months. Why? And to be honest, I saw a picture of it, it was pretty ugly. Um, but you know what it does do very well? When you pull up in that ugly thing, people know that you are, you are there. Whenever you see a Maybach or, or Rolls Royce for that matter, you know that the person sitting in the back of it is a person of means and is a person of gravitas. Yep. Right. And so, you know, you could keep doing the boring billionaire thing and run around in Rolls Royce. Right. But... It's still a car. It's got four wheels. And I think what we need to do is look back at history and say, in days of yore, how was a man of means transported from one place to another? And this is where I offer up my new service, Palanquin as a Service. Mm. 
Revolutionary. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so for those of you who don't know what a palanquin is, um, you may know it as a sedan chair, right? So the idea... I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. That might be the more European term, in fact, maybe, right? So your, your lords and, you know, ladies would run around on a sedan chair, whereas your maharajas and your moguls might run around on a palanquin, perhaps. Mm. At least the racist imagery online that I saw for a palanquin seemed to indicate that that was the case. Oh, um, so a palanquin is a, a idiot, like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I, I think it's a palka. Right. So. Um, oh, I see. That's the origin. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, the idea would be this: is when you need to run around town, you're rich. You've got time on your hands. Um, right. The world moves at your schedule. And what you decide to do is, rather than getting into a vehicle, you mount your palanquin. And. Then the palanquin is picked up. Now, I was going to say by four burly men. But that seems sexist, but not, not as sexist as the idea that I'm about to propose instead. Oh, no. You don't have to have four burly men is where I'm going with this. Yeah. In you fact, could have... Yes, go ahead, Karen, finish this thought. I, I was thinking See, the weaker, the better. The... The more difficulty they have in lifting the palanquin, it means you've. You, you're you've so decent, Kieran. You're no, so you're decent. You're going further? You know what I was thinking, Kieran? You know, going back to our UFC octagon thing. Oh, man. This is going to go too far. Keep going. You know, be, you know, between the rounds, right? There are the women who carry the signs around. Yeah. You Why not use them? Yeah. I probably need more of them, though. So you're saying right. like eight? Eight. Yeah. Eight of them or four burly men? Mm. And it's it's a real signal, you know, that... Because uh, yeah. one, one thing I think that I like about this idea is with a car, you're just getting from point A to point B very quickly. You're on the other person's schedule. Like if you're trying to meet someone yeah. for lunch or you're trying to do some sort of business deal. With a palanquin, yeah. you can actually force people if, you know, the two to eight days it requires you to get anywhere, uh, you know, means someone's not able to do business with you. You'll force them to actually come to your palanquin, do uh, business with you there. Yeah. And they'll just be like on foot, you know, walking next to the palanquin, oh. trying to get your attention. Oh, my God. They'll just be there just sitting around, laying back, getting grapes fed. Uh, oh, we could do that upgrade. You could have oh, grapes. Yeah. You could, you know, we could augment your palanquin as a service with grapes, uh, grapes on demand. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, could so have an just... entire, and you know, I don't know if you're thinking this big, but we could upgrade our entire nation's infrastructure to, uh, to have palanquins, right? Like you could have, or, a plank. or do you just do you just you know hold up traffic on the highway? I don't know what's better. You know what, Karen? I think what you need is a palanquin lane. Yeah. On the roads. Can you imagine in New York, there's a bike lane, a palanquin lane. The palanquin lane gets used once a month for a second, but the whole city has a palanquin lane. Yeah, you just have a palanquin lane. That's financial power, right? And then, you know, if you want to feel truly special, right, this is like getting clear, only much better. Right? So, um, like you feel... Vijay, just like a quick aside... What do you think, Karen? Do, you, do I strike you as a clear person or an unclear person? I don't know. Let me let me just be honest with you. I'm, I I judge clear. That that line irritates me. Do you feel inadequate, Karen? A little bit. Do you feel like the person who's not on the palanquin at that point? Yeah, I have TSA yeah. pre-check. This this is yeah. what irritates me. I have TSA yeah. pre-check. Why does someone just get to? Why not just use that service? Why do we need clear? Well, you know what's better better than clear. Clear with TSA pre-check. And you know who has that? You're both? I do. You have clear I do. TSA oh my pre-check, God. VJ? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You might as well get this palanquin for yourself, VJ. I, you know what? I feel like I'm a perfect uh, client for this thing. <laughs> and you okay. feel so guilty. You just walk past everybody. It's like the... What uh, the hell? You know, like, it's like uh, Fast Pass, right? At a theme park. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know, oh, you you feel bad yet somehow you feel so good. It feels so good uh, to do fast pass at the amusement park. You just you just feel like you're winning, at the expense of everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I earned my fast passes by the way at the amusement park. Like I had to wait in line uh-huh. with Nritya and Saksh, and because we have a baby, she couldn't mm. go on the line on the line uh, rides. So um, the second parent always gets a fast pass. That's how that works. Wait, so, okay, so so one of the parents waits with the baby and the other parent whisks through the ride and comes back? The Is that how it works? Time. I see. All three of us had to wait in line. Okay. And then only Nritya went on the ride the first time. And okay. then I get a fast pass. So then I whisk through the lines the second time. But at yeah. this point, I've been in the full regular line plus a fast line to get... Oh. To ride the line, to ride. That's awful. Oh, that's brutal, dude. Uh, But but what I will say is that second time makes you feel really good. There you go. See, now imagine you're on your planquin. It's rush hour. It's New York, right? And you've decided you've got to go somewhere. I like how we're going low tech. You're not suggesting a helicopter, you know, like that Uber copter. It's it's gauche. Yeah, it's gauche. And while people can see the helicopter up there, they don't know who's in it. They don't know who's in it. Right. And so now... That's a good point. There you are. You're planking it. You're sitting not just on a chair. It's, it's, it's a throne. Mm. It's are you kind throne. of displayed in your mind? Or like... Because I was, I was thinking it's more like, you know, the, the Begums, like with the curtain. Yeah, yeah, over everything. there. Yeah, yeah, because they have to stay covered, right? They have to stay covered. Uh, I yeah. was thinking you'd want an air of mystery around the around the person but I, yeah. I think you might be on I, something like this is a well, flex I, I think yeah I mean I think you're in a, it, it could different flankers with different folks right so or for different situations right so um, they all have to be custom made yeah, you, you have a great point oh yeah absolutely you know and you could have your convertible palanquin right for summer's day you know you, you're showing up at a movie premiere on your palanquin, everybody shows up in their limo. <laughs> you show up. <laughs> you had to start like a week earlier because yeah. you're trying to. <laughs> you, got, you're going... you come from the west coast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, um, right, but then there are other times, you know, like for example, like when you're getting a vasectomy or something like that. You want to keep it a bit more low profile. <laughs> so you have like a. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, palanquin for secrecy and then like one yeah. public palanquin. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, a palanquin for every occasion. You would feel, even in, when you're in covered mode, right, there would be a sense of wonder of, at who was inside. We know somebody important inside. You know what? I wish yeah. we had talked about this idea in, in detail before because I would have had a special guest who's actually ridden in a palanquin. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Who? She's done it once. Our very own Ritya Kamath. Wait, don't tell me at your wedding. Yeah, yeah. I have You held this back this till now? Yeah, I, 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 it just struck me that Ritya's actually been on a... Because, okay, look, the new way in weddings that I've seen that yeah. they kind of fake the palanquin is, you know, the, the bride is led under a canopy of flowers. And then... Okay the bears are holding up the flowers, right? Okay. But in our wedding, there was like a wooden palanquin okay. that Nritya like had to climb into. Uh-huh. And then four relatives of hers carried carried it about, I would say, 100 meters. Yeah. It was, it was that's, that's That's a lot. Yeah, that was going to get old after about 50 meters, I would say. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, it was definitely uncomfortable for the, for the bears, but I think that, that made it all the more regal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the suffering is important, right? If you're going to get into palanquin as a service, you need to know the people doing the bearing mm-hmm. that, that that they're hurting, right? Um, Absolutely. It makes it feel more special, you know. And then at Christmas, you know, you get to give them a big bonus, and you're always super polite to them, and you, you know, because you want to feel good, right? That that you know, you're one of those good guys who treats people really well. I just love you like know? servicing your palanquin is like. You know, rotating the people and make sure that yeah. they're like evening out their shoulders. So their shoulders? Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah I didn't th- it didn't occur to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't occur to me. Proper Actually, nutrition. 
You can imagine one of them being out for a couple of weeks, comes back and notices that you put on a bit of weight. And they're just a bit, they're a bit resentful, you know. <laughs> they're a bit resentful. Uh, <laughs> and then um, you can't just have like the four people who are active because you need, you know, you need to rest them, right? So I would assume you have at least like six to eight regular bears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, we haven't spoken about range, right? You know, and yeah. really we should be thinking, if you think about all the discussion we have about range nowadays with electric cars, yeah, right, and how fed up people are with them because the range is inadequate. So you need Planquin, which has a range of about 350 miles. I think that's right? the so, spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So 350 miles, um, each Planquin bearer, are they going to be able to walk 20 miles a day under the Planquin? <laughs> 20 miles a day. Uh, Look, yeah, it's a high tech planquin. It's carbon fiber. Carbon fiber. I mean, not everyone's going to go carbon fiber, VJ. I think there, there's going to be some that want gold, gold plated uh, yeah, that's a good point. mahogany. That's know? a good point. Yeah. Uh, um, so okay, let's assume the planquin weighs two hundred pounds. Yeah, fifteen to twenty miles a day. So okay, so two hundred pounds for that. Ooh. But this is without refueling. Like, we, how do these people eat? On the flight, well, they're like marathon runners. Yeah, you need a. Oh, what if you can kind of get them to sprint too? They'll be good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> At the beginning, you floor it, and they're just yeah. sprinting along. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite movies. I don't have. Have you seen this with your kids? Uh, the Emperor's New Groove. No, I've never seen it. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's got such a good scene where so Isma is the is the regent for the the kingdom and Mm. she has one palanquin bearer but i mean like he's basically her everything she has a right hand man who's like an idiot and his name is kronk okay and he carries her everywhere like one man palanquin bearer because he's like a big buffy yeah buff dude i mean that's like a baby beyond at that point really isn't it (laughs) you know what that's actually what i want (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) like a little baby bjorn I need like a huge, I think that might actually be one thing we do instead of a palanquin. It's like, have you, you know, those gangster movies where like the huge dude comes in and yeah. everyone's scared and it's actually yeah. the guy like on his back or yeah, 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 to his yeah. front yeah. who's actually like yeah. a big mob yeah. boss. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's also. Well, a okay. So, so let me, let me ask you about this because, you know, we need to make sure this makes sense and it's sensible. Um, you know, when you have a baby on. By the way, are they still baby beyonds or are they something else now? What do you, what do you call them nowadays? Big beyond. Wait, oh, we we call them carriers, right? Baby carriers. You're right. Yeah, sure. Those. Right. So, so carriers. Right. So now you can go. You can mount the baby in multiple different ways. That's right. Front carry, right. side carry, hip carry, back. Carry. And then the baby could be facing, could be in front of you but facing out, or Correct. in front of you and facing you uh, towards you. Yeah. Or they, could they go on the back? They go on your back, yeah. Yeah. Right there where so they can go on your back. Yeah. Right? So so now with your adult one, which way are you facing? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for like business meetings and stuff, I think I would go front carry, but facing outwards. Right. right. But let, let's say I'm tired. I didn't get a yeah. lot of rest the previous, yeah. previous night. I got to go yeah. front carry facing inwards, take a little nap. Oh. Uh. See, I kind of like the idea. And then I kind of like the kind of idea of um, a Mrs. Doubtfire-like woman. <laughs> it's like a, Be, yeah. You know, and maybe you know, your psychological well-being improves as well. I think I'd probably favor a back carry, mostly. I think it just depends I, on I your mood. I could take a nap. Yeah, it depends on the mood. Um, Socks seems to enjoy all of them. Okay. Are we, are we getting to the point where we think the the top one percent are actually babies? Um, they they need the right to be able to be babies, act like babies, yeah, be coddled. They, they you know what they want, Karen? They want the thing that we can never have, and that is the truly warm embrace of a mother mm-hmm. that they paid for. Yeah. So, 
I guess the paid for part makes it difficult, but you, you could have that. Yeah, but look, you, if you look at your mom now, you see your mom, you give her a hug. It's nice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you're not hugging the same way you did when you were two. No, it's so It'd different. It'd be weird. Yeah. Right? But our billionaire, maybe he does. Yeah. Maybe he does. And maybe that just makes him feel that much better than all the rest of us. Because he's getting that two-year-old level of comfort that has now eluded us. Wow. And I think this is a great segue to the second idea, BJ. Yeah, Kieran. All right. Here goes this one I'm really dreading, Kieran. I'm really dreading. You you thought of these. Uh, I, I'd like to make that very clear to all our listeners. Yeah, Kieran, yeah, I, I think that's uh, very wise for you to uh, step up. <laughs> I'm distancing step, myself as much as step, possible from this yeah. next one. So, um, you know, at the opening of the show, we discussed lattes and how appalling the latte situation is for billionaires, right? Where they are stuck with the same dairy options as all of the rest of us. And I have a solution that would allow billionaires to feel head and shoulders far superior to the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, when you think about these milks, Right, all the different milk options that you have, whether it's your oat milk, your almond milk, your soy milk, your um, your uh, lactose-free milk, your two percent milk, or your full-fat milk, they're all relatively accessible for most people now. So, if you are a billionaire and you want a very, very special milk. You have a couple of different options. You could go camel milk, let's say. But even then, I'm assuming that in the Middle East, there are folks who drink camel milk all the time. So, you know, if you're a billionaire who happens to be in the Middle East, that wouldn't feel that special either. But there's this perfect milk that was made especially for human consumption. Some say that it is the perfect food. Um, And it was designed by God for consumption, specifically by humans. By babies. Yes, and that's where things get awkward. I am, in fact, referring to breast milk. There, I said it. Right, so now, the idea here is that as a billionaire, when you're getting your latte, you want your latte not with 2% full fat, soy, oatmeal, almond milk, goat milk, lactose-free milk. No, you want human breast milk. And I could have sworn this is like a thing somewhere in Asia. Am I wrong? Well, I, I didn't see that. Now, what I did see is in my research, because I researched this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So um, what I did learn in my research is that there is a market for your, for human breast milk. But that market is to service the needs of premature babies, um, which in some ways are kind of like billionaires, right? Oh, okay. Going back to our earlier discussion. <laughs> Right, so, um, and and what have the premature babies done to deserve this? Right. Well, you, you know, maybe what happens is different supply chains. And in fact, I I would think that a more woke billionaire would say, you know what, ten percent of the milk that is produced for me, I donate for these breast milk banks because <laughs> that's how much I care. These companies are going to do like corporate social responsibility. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 10% of the proceeds are going to go to... <laughs> there you oh go. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It's milk washing. Yeah, 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 let's face it. So the the idea would be... So the other thing I learned, one of the problems with, um, with storing breast milk, uh, which, you know, I don't know how it would have changed things if we knew this 
a long time ago when our kids were drinking breast milk, is that when you freeze it, it tends to taste a bit more sour. Yeah, and so how, therefore... How deep did you research this, Peter? Yeah, I, there's links, Karen, in the Substack article. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll take <laughs> a look. There's links. Yeah, 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 please click on that link. All right. Um, so, uh, no, actually, it's fine, right? Um, so, but uh, it, it, it tends to taste a little sour. Um, so the only solution is freshly squeezed breast milk there. So now if you're a billionaire and, you know, you're looking for a latte, you want that latte to have fresh milk, not just fresh milk, but fresh breast milk, which means in-house you would have a fresh breast milk supplier. Oh, uh, I didn't know it extended this far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so we'd be in home. Through. Yeah. In home. Yeah. So, um, you know, you want a latte? She's there for you. She's there for you to uh, produce the milk you're going to need for the job. Hmm. I don't know. This is, uh, this is dicey uh, territory for one weird thought. It, it, it is. Let's acknowledge that. And... Uh, yeah, you know what, Karen? Tread yes. lightly. Yeah, I, I look. I don't think we should do this, but I if think the billionaires hear about this. Yeah, they might want their own barista. Yeah, because yeah, there is a, there is a, there's two things. There's two facets of billionaires. I that I uh, started to think about when I was writing this. There's their public display, and then there's this personal behavior that they get to engage in when they're around their tribe, mm. right? And so when they're around their tribe, they can take pleasure in doing borderline obscene things. Oh, they're kind of like acting out. They're like doing heinous crimes in their social circles, at least from... Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean the, the famous billionaire transgressions of the last few decades have been pretty terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's because maybe, so, like you said, society is not showing them the the adequate amount of privilege. See, this could be a healthy outlet for them in a way. A healthy outlet. Ah, that's a, we may that's never a have had a Jeffrey Epstein if they had you know freshly squeezed breast milk instead. Maybe that's what they needed. Yeah. But, Man, but this it, is it, running of like Homelander. I mean, if you watch um, The Boys, yeah, I've watched The Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, Homelander yeah. or um... Man, what's that? There's a apocalyptic future uh, movie with Charlize Theron as like the one of the title character. I mean, as this awesome character. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm totally blanking on this movie. It's, it's epic. It's like. But like they have a, in the future we we are out of all the other animals, and so there are um, there are women who basically you know supply the the group with breast milk. Um, wow, see, ahead of my time. The only thing I'd say to you about this idea, VJ, is I, I still think I think with this one we're still not thinking big enough, right? I like, see. I think why why limit yourself to simply human? Uh, as a all mammals produce breast milk. Female mammals. True. That's right. Good point. Good clarification. And we we want to optimize for um, the most annoying, right? Like the most the most number of people to inconvenience creates the 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 scene. It sets the status of the person being um, catered to, right? I see. And so with breast milk. I think you're you're only inconveniencing one person, right? But but you are you know. But the the other feature of the service is the dehumanization, right? Correct. Which which is off the charts. Let's face facts, right? Um, so <laughs> off the charts. But wouldn't it be subsequently dehumanizing as well as even more trend, uh, even more annoying if you had to say send a group of ten out into the jungle? To get wild tiger tiger milk, ah, uh, you're you're risking life and limb for this person's latte. You know that's a good point, Karen. 
Actually, you know what? And the other thing they could do, because sometimes these guys like to do illegal things because it makes them feel even more special. Yeah. Right? Like, there's that ceremony that some rich people do where they eat some sort of live bird and it's against the law. I can't remember the details. Jeez, really? Yeah, where they're you, weird. Where do you find this stuff? I'm, I'm strange like that. Okay. I'll have to dig out the details for it. But they, they revel in the, in the illegality of it all as well. Yeah. Right? It's like when they steal like, historical artifacts. Right, and mm. they bring them into their possession, right? So, so I think in your instance, like that, that notion of like tiger milk smuggling, mm. you know, and then their friends That's are all over stuff. it, and they're like, guys, who wants some coffee? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and they're like, hold on a second. And then out past the, they bust out the tiger milk, you know? And the funny thing is the tiger milk could taste disgusting. Oh, yeah. The, the more disgusting, the better, honestly. Right. But, but tiger milk. Yeah, and it would it still feel special. It would feel all the more special, right? Even if it tasted disgusting. But is tiger milk the right milk? I mean, it's I not think we'd have milk. to do some sort of testing, right? You need a, a variety of milks. We'll see what the market demands. Yeah, the, I mean, the nice thing about it is it is an endangered species. Yes, I think right, which makes it all the more rare. It is still endangered, right? I think. Most species of tiger are endangered at this point. I think there might be some species that have recovered recently, which is oh awesome. right. But right. Uh, I, I think you can you can pick an endangered tiger, and um, they exist somewhere. Maybe like the Siberian ones, you know, like the white. Yeah. Oh yeah. White yeah. tigers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you could do? You can imagine like Bezos is like um, you know, and here's the tiger milk, right? And everyone, oh hey, tiger milk. Right, and then uh, Gates has to get together at his place. And he's like, you know, actually, yeah, I, I got Tiger Milk too, but I like to cut it with some other animal's milk. Mm, like a, a mix. Yeah. Some like but ocelot. What, what, an ocelot milk sounds good. Cheetah milk, perhaps it's cheetah, cheetah. milk. That's the yeah. thing, you have to, and you have to catch it on, on foot. I don't, I don't even yeah. know if you, how do you milk these animals? You gotta wrestle it down. These are all details that will have to be worked out to cater to this billionaire's demand. Now, how do they know that they're getting the real deal? They have to own the whole supply chain. That's that's the beauty of it. They have to own the whole supply chain. <laughs> they have to own the supply chain. <laughs> They've got one of them's got this side gig where he's just got this. <laughs> where he's like, you know, and I'm into this stuff as well. You know, whatever kind of milk you want, I got it for you. <laughs> I can get the most endangered milk <laughs> That's that right. you could possibly want. <laughs> so, oh God. So I, I like where you went with the current. Um, uh, in some ways, it's less bad than than, than my one. Um, it's more yeah, humane. I, I, think, I think it would um, inconvenience both men and women. Of Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, which it's, is it's nice. non-gender discriminating. So the the human breast milk goes for about sixteen bucks an ounce. What do you think? What do you think the tiger milk would go for? Yeah, I could, I could easily see it going for a couple grand, Vijay. I I think so too. Yeah, that's. Can you imagine like how I, you you drink this cup? So. Like, if you think about the most expensive bottle of wine, right? Do you remember there were those bankers who uh, got fired subsequently after expensing, like, insanely expensive wine? And it was, I think it was, like, 300 grand. There were these uh, uh, bankers for Lloyd's. Lloyd's? Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine doing that expense report? Grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, we know that somebody will pay $300,000 to, to drink something. Yeah. So do you think our milk could go for like 300 grand a bar? Seems a bit much. Yeah, I know. that's a little bit much. But I, I think, you know, you kind of have to tell a story with the milk, right? Like, you know, with wine, yeah. they know yeah. the vintage, the year, all that yeah. stuff. You know the name of the tiger. You see a picture of the tiger exactly being wrestled down. Yeah. You know, um, tell the story. Yeah, these the storytelling. How many right. of their species are left? Can you imagine? Like, what if this is like the last, a dying breed of tiger? Yeah, yeah. And they're like 
the last female. And instead of feeding the the cub that would propagate the species. Oh, they like, no. What's the point? He's not going to live anyway. They're not viable. We can put this milk to a good cause. <laughs> oh, Kieran. It just got so bad. Got bad. You know what, though? I feel like you made it more classy, Kieran. And, and that's what I, I rely on you for is to elevate the discussion. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. You know, you, you took a tricky subject mm-hmm. and somehow you found tiger milk and made that feel more ethical than the idea that I came up with. <laughs> uh, Con- that's what Congratulations, Karen. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, um, you know, if anybody has any thoughts uh, on these topics, if there are any other services that we should be uh, offering for these poor billionaires, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, if there are any other milks that we should be thinking about. <laughs> alternative uh, milks. Yeah, this isn't yeah. what they had in mind. When, yeah. they, when they thought about alternative milks. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, we, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, uh, reach out to us at uh, onewiththought at gmail.com. Yeah. Thoughts, uh, comments, concerns. Yeah. General uh, uh, feedback. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you. And we'll be with you next week where Kieran will be on deck with a less horrible idea, Kieran, please. Yeah, I... It's hard to imagine right now if I could one-up this feature. I, I really think we've hit a certain, um, I want to say high point or low point of this of this uh, endeavor. But uh, as always, it, was, yeah. it, it, yeah, you it know expanded what, my mind and yeah. it was a lot of fun. I, th- I think we might have expanded our demographic to the pro-Tiger King people. Ah, the pro-Tiger King people, yes. Maybe that's where you go for your milk. He's the Tiger King. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening.